Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's episode 39, season 13 of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Today I'm joined by Mark Nesbitt. How you doing, mate? Yeah, all right. Not bad, mate. How are you? Uh, just apologise to everyone for Mark being here before we start. And, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 Caught me off guard. Completely cool. unnecessary. I'm so sorry. Was so, so, it was so mean. uncalled for. It's mean. It's really mean. <laughs> John, and John, it's nasty. <laughs> just want to apologise, <laughs> everyone tuning in. Um, <laughs> Mark, I mean John, Norway. I'm log out. Yeah. No, well, now you've got don't, two. Don't two log sc- out, Mark. Two. Don't log out. Yeah, don't log out. We do need you. Um, yeah. Two, two, two Scandies now. I'm basically an adopted son of the the Scandi region. Um, yeah, you've been to Norway. Yes, yeah, went to, went to Norway. Yeah, real Scandinavia. None of this like Denmark rubbish. Denmark um, is Europe, effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Denmark's just Norway like Copenhagen, so, basically just so London, is Norway. Yeah, no, no, I know technically it is, but geographically it's not. It's like fucking north. Yeah, not where I was. I was right in the north. Was it Tromso? That's where I was. That's yeah. you know very different to, to sounds, Oslo. Sounds shit. Proper, proper. What, um, what, John? How many Norwegians do you, yeah. you could have in a fight? All of them? They're quite tough. I mean, it's pretty. Uh, I mean, one big day. Boys, are they? Big boys. Um. They're big, but they've also just got that like icy like exterior where you're like, I'm not sure I fancy this because they're they're just they you know they live off the land when it's like minus twenty yeah. and they just walk around in a and t-shirt. They're happy. Pun- punching snow like yeah, they're not bothered. Yeah. So, so you rate you rate the Norwegians as a nation. Yeah. yeah, I mean they've they've this they've got something. I know that they've got something. I think like in a you know one on one street fight. You you wouldn't you wouldn't love it against Norwegian on on their home turf, especially in the ice. It'd just wait you out, wouldn't they? Think about it. You could It'd tell- be like, right, meet meet me here, meet me in the fjords at two a.m. and it'll be like minus fifteen. You'll go there, you'll die, and then they'll just they'll be the winner. Another nation that doesn't like a fight, Denmark. 
Yeah. Yeah, all their history, all the bollocks about Vikings, we are Vikings, we've got a Viking Empire. Six days, six hours, sorry. They lasted in World War Two when they invaded by the uh, Nazis. Yeah, I, I saw that the other day in the group you chat and I was, I, was, I was busy. I was, just, I was busy, man. I was with my family. I was driving, actually. Um, and do you know what? It's not, it wasn't even six hours. It was two hours. Um, <laughs> and, it, and there wasn't even a fight. There wasn't even a fight. They do you just, know what? Just, um, like the, Adolf the, the just ch- rolled up with a fucking bunch of pantsers and we went, yeah, okay, fair enough. Come you can't on win in. this. And, and, yeah. 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 The, um, yeah. the Chelsea game with all that extra time was, was longer than the fight you put up, to be fair. It's as pathetic as that. It wasn't even a fight. We didn't even put up a fight. It's clear you weren't bothered either way. So yeah. let's just. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Well, look, otherwise, you would have put up a fight if you were bothered. No one. Like, I mean, I think. I. I think the three of us would put up a better fight than Denmark did against the the Nazis. Well, not you. I'm probably not yeah. you. Obviously, me and John. Um, let's talk about. Let's talk about um, the fact that Tottenham Hotspur went to the Etihad, and Andball will not be denied, boys. It will not be denied there was questions I was I, I, there was some stuff I wanted to play but I couldn't work out the technical aspect to make sure that you could hear it but there were there were so many questions about what will you go to the Etihad and play your style of football like, I'm, I'm getting fucked off fucked off with it now I'm, I'm sure Ange Postacoglu is but stop asking him the same fucking question you know the answer you know the answer John what did you make of that um, we we were just talking there about not putting up a fight, and um, exactly what exactly what we did was um, what Denmark should have done, which was which was to meet fire with fire, meet him in the middle, and um, it is getting boring because it shouldn't really be a surprise to anyone that we play this way or that this is our approach now, regardless of um, how many players get sent off, regardless of injuries, suspensions, Ange's philosophy rules supreme, and he wants to meet teams in the middle and play and be aggressive and play front foot attacking football and everybody told him and told us we were going to get smashed up and I think to be honest like you know a lot of us maybe even started to believe that that could happen and it on another day maybe it could have but I was really proud of the team for taking that approach and as it happened it worked pretty well I think yeah 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 I mean it, yeah 100% did what about you Mark what do you make of it yeah no, you- oh, no, same it's it's um and he's always going to get asked these questions and he's always going to face these people calling him naive and, and wanting him to change his, his attitude. But he's too he's too wedded to his, his philosophy and, and the way he plays football and, and he's just never gonna he's never gonna change. And like I do I love that there's so many Spurs fans still totally behind that as well. Like that's that's brilliant. Um because it's not I mean, you know, it'd be you'd be silly not to right now because it's we're, he's delivering some of the best football we've seen in Fucking years. So. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about that later. I had it, had it in the run in order to maybe cover it later, but no, let's let, let's do it now because I, I'm now convinced more more than ever based on what we just saw last night that Postecoglou's tactics will work, and that's because we have a, a back line that, that has four fullbacks in it. You've got a, a midfield that doesn't contain two of our best, very best players. You've got a backup number ten in Lacelso, which we're going to talk about. You've got Kulusevski being a sort of utility sort of eight slash winger. You've got Brennan Johnson, who's a novice. Brian Hill playing and Son leading the line for Spurs for the first time in his career at the club. Everything was to say that it was going to go tits up at City. And the first 10 minutes, I was a bit like, oh, even after we scored, it was like, they are pretty good at this old uh, breaking you down malarkey, aren't they? But we held firm. 
in our in our in our belief and and, and the way we want to play. And it will. There were instances last night where it was problematic. You know, they were winning the ball back in dangerous areas. The third goal come from Basuma trying to play, but he must play in that in that in that situation. So, the, just just to underline the point. There, I have no doubt about it, and it's only doubt out of Ansbury at the moment is outside the football club from out elsewhere. I haven't I haven't spoken to one Spurs fan or noticed one bit of criticism for Postecoglou, apart from my old man who absolutely loves him, but it does go quickly back to the stop this playing out for the back bollocks. We had three three times that came up against City. Um, even Tim Sherwood on the on the radio yesterday said. Uh, he goes, yeah, maybe I would mix it up. I like playing out for the back, but I would, I would mix it up again, especially against City. No, this is the way we play. And the more they're drilled in, and the more difficult situations they're they're asked to play it in, the better they will become at it. Do you think, John Boy? Mate, one hundred percent. I think I find it really weird. And, and football fans are very—we all have short memories, and we can be quite fickle with our opinions, right? Yeah. And one of the things that I find really interesting at the moment is—and there isn't too much of it about—but there is a little bit seeping in, like you say, from outside the, the club around the style of football we all wanted was swashbuckling attacking football. We wanted a team that would be on the front foot and would put, you know, beautiful attacking football as the primary um, motivating factor for the way that we played. Because we had three managers in succession that didn't give us that. And even the last season under um, Poch was also pretty dire football, right? So we wanted we wanted someone who would play the style of football that we all love and enjoy, which is forward-thinking, attacking football. And also, let's be honest, the, the, the sort of best teams in, in the best league in the world play in a similar way to what we're now playing. So this idea that somehow we're naive doing some mad maverick thing, but also at the same time, he's just copying Pep. You can't have it both ways, right? Either we're with this complete rebel outfit doing something mad and naive, um, or we're copying Pep. It can't, it can't be both. So I'm really happy, and this has really made me feel, even when it was 3-2, I was thinking, do you know what? If we don't get anything here, it's really annoying because we've we've played well in parts. But actually, the, no one can come away from this game going Spurs took a hammer in here. We were in that game all the way through, and as it happens, we obviously you know go on and get a point there, which is even better. So for me, this this idea of like we should change something, I'm like absolutely not. Awesome. We've got all these injuries, and we're still managing to you know get this get this result. The first goal came from Hill being you know, yeah. playing out from the back, you know, not punting it forward, taking a moment to turn and playing um, Kulisevsky, uh, I think it was, for, to play, who, who then played through, through Son. First goal came from that. Also, Man City's, our second goal came from Man City not being able to play through our through our press. Eventually tries to push forward and Di- Davies makes a diving header, goes to uh, Sonny, who plays in La Celso and scores. What about their failings? It's just merely because we're at the start. I think because Postacoglu's Australian and, you know, sort of likeable and affable, whereas um, Guardiola has this sort of regal sort of football heritage that he carries about with him and speaks as if he owns the room. And you've got to admire that charisma to some degree because it is effective in creating an opinion about you. Um, And and, and Postacoglu goes about things differently. But there are there are failings in Man City's ability. Where was the, where was their tenacity? Where was their ability to maintain a level of performance in order to punish Tottenham? Where were we, where was it? How was how did it come to be that Spurs then took control of the game in, in before we scored the second second goal? Like 
the, those things need to be acknowledged as well. But there, there is merely this thing about Spurs, it being about Tottenham and being about Postecoglou, and they don't want it to work, and they're being critical of him because he's, you know, he needs to be pragmatic and he needs to be the way we think Tottenham should be. When actually we're behaving and playing like a team that thinks it's the best on that pitch, thinks it's the best in the Premier League. And if you consistently think you're the best, the reality of you becoming the best is so much more tangible than just going, oh, well, we're glad to be here. We're glad to take a point. You can't have that. You have to believe that you have the ability to play through the best attacking side, probably the best team in the league, nay, Europe. You have to believe that you can do it because if you don't believe you can do it, then th th there's no point. Th th your aspirations are never going to be met. You have to dream in this instance. And they do. They do. Vicario uh, was interviewed afterwards and they're saying, like, you know, is this the most attacking team you played in? He goes, yeah, hands down. Hands down. He goes, I mean, I've, I've come from a, a lower level. This is the highest level I've ever played at. But yeah. Um, what do you make of all that, Mark? It's fair, isn't it? I think it's all fair. I, th I think we spoke about it uh, to a certain degree in the preview as well. It, it's, it's. I think that there's several reasons for why people don't like it. No, number one is they, they, they're not brave enough themselves to do it, so they don't think other people can, you know, can get away with it and 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 would want to try it because they're too scared themselves. It's not how they would manage. Um, I think as well that there is a level of which we always get with Spurs is people don't really want to see us really don't want to see us succeed and and or, or kind of tinker with the the established elite. Um, so for us to go out and play like an elite team uh, with arguably you know not an elite team right now on paper because of all our injuries. Not even at Spurs. Um, yeah. People don't people don't like that. They don't they don't they don't like us it's thinking not, that we can we can do it's, that. Like Mark, it's almost like a how dare you kind of attitude. Yeah, exactly. You know? it's, and the it's, thing. it's the thing. With the thing. We always get it, don't we? Yeah, like people always said, like because we haven't won anything, we're not allowed to, to to play that way and to be to be that ballsy and and to 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 think we can go to this isn't this wasn't at our lane. This was at Etihad. We went to the Etihad with a with a with four fullbacks, uh, you know, not really a midfield. Basuma come back, yeah, great, but I didn't think he was that good actually. Um, you know, and 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 then like you said. Uh, Brian Hill playing who hasn't played because been like all these things and we dare go to Etihad and play that way how you know how dare get a point. there's a lot of that in yeah and get a point a, know, a very well deserved point as well. I don't know if we need to answer any questions even if we would have got beaten 4-0 but we continue to play that system it doesn't matter like I've said like we did, did a podcast another podcast done with James and he titled the pod and I talked to you already about this Mark about Spurs fans don't care if we lose. Of course we care. We, we care if we lose. You don't want to lose four games on the bounce. And that was that was a spectre from this game. That we, Four games on the bounce have been the first time we've done that since 2003. And, and um, you know, as much as these things mean nothing at all, you don't really want to consider that. But if you can see what is taking place on the pitch and you can see what Postacoglu is trying to do, then the results in this instance are less relevant than the process to getting us where we want to be, and um, and that's why results are less in, are less important right now. Um, like Sugar Duncan says, why does it bother every announcer that we cannot we continue to play our style even to the depths? At this point, it should be no surprise we play our style no matter what lineup takes the field. Um, there's also you know asking about a level of pragmatism to how Postacoglu should play his football. Can I give you an example of how he was pragmatic yesterday? When we were getting, when it was on top a little bit, when um, Brian Hill was on the pitch, he took him off at half-time and brought on Hoybier. 
it was pragmatism allowed us to be more to, to continue the, the attacking outlet but managed to be a bit more secure in midfield and he started shakily um Hoybier, but he like he has done when he's come off the bench in that role he really shored us up and I felt much more comfortable when he was on the pitch go on Mark as a, a, a fellow uh, Danish countryman what did you make of his performance and was that pragmatism uh, more to the point um, no I don't think it was I think it I, you know I, I get on, on paper right you're taking off Hill to put on Hope yeah, yeah great you, you, you know you're taking off a, a forward to put on an eight um, I get it that feels like a defensive um, change to make but it wasn't it was for us to get a little bit more of a strang- stranglehold a little bit more of a foothold on midfield um, our possession stats were, we I think we only had 38% stat, uh, possession in the first half and we went up to 55 we actually had more possession than City in that second half um, and Hobier was the biggest was the big impact on that so it wasn't to be more defensive it wasn't to sit back it was the direct opposite it was to make sure that we could retain the ball play higher quality passes and, and, and link midfield and attack uh, to a higher degree and I mean it's, it's a masterstroke putting Kulisevsky into midfield because you know you have you have that strength that you can just make a, a, a quick twitch twitch tweak um, and you put Kulisevsky up as a forward um, without really changing too many things and and I thought it was a I thought it was a really shrewd thing to do I, I, there was a, a few people in various whatsapps that I'm in that that called for it during half time um and yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a defensive. It wasn't a uh, for for. It wasn't uh, what's his name Ange shying away from his philosophy at all. I thought it was the right thing to do. No, it was shoring it up. It was changing things in order to yeah. you know, give give us a, uh, every opportunity. I think because we were being a little bit overrun. There was this moment where Neville and Carragher were talking a bit about the na- naivety, the naivety of the way we were playing, and then literally, as they said it, it was the commentators' curse. We put put together one of the best best moves of the game didn't come to much but we we played absolutely through them and um now it's still it's like that first they ignore you then they laugh at you then they fight you and then you win gandhi said that he's a piece of shit by the way gandhi don't believe all the rhetoric um let his wife die such a david brent moment there yeah just saying just don't believe all the shit you're reading in, in, on, on Reddit. Um, Mother Teresa as well, by the way. She's she's bad. A horrible, Teresa. horrible, horrible bastard. She was yeah. really bad. Really oh, this bad. Is good. This so. should be a new bit. Heroes yeah. that were pieces of shit. <laughs> well, I, you know what I heard the other day? Stevie Wonder, cool. happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Mm. It was for Nelson. Uh, well, no, it was for... Um, Martin <laughs> uh, Luther King. Martin Luther yeah. King, right? So you're not really supposed to be playing it. It's just for Martin Luther King. Well, it's dual purpose. That's that's the beauty of Stevie Wonder. What a genius he is! I know you hate him, Flav. But, I don't hate. Um, I don't hate him. Know. I don't hate him at all. That's ridiculous. I just think he's super overrated. Yeah. Didn't you say well, he? Didn't you say you didn't believe he was blind? You didn't he's believe not, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that's about nonsense. Him not he's not blind. Can't trust him either. Blind he's is not he? blind. Yeah. Any other heroes we can bring down while we're at it? Uh, Churchill. Churchill, massive. Cunt. Whoa, steady, wow, steady. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're one not of, among, one, of, one of John Bass's heroes. You're not among voted. Yeah, voted Britain's greatest ever Britain. By the British public, so yeah, yeah. so probably probably the same ones that voted for Brexit. Look, without him, Correct. you'd be yeah. speaking German right now because you did bugger yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we probably would. I mean, fuck yeah, yeah. Well, so I take it back. Take, take it back. back. Take it back. No, definitely, hundred percent not taking that. Back. That's what you do. You read okay. all that lefty bullshit. Oh, Churchill's bad. Fucking, Ooh. you know what I mean? Oh, let's Ooh. just tear down these statues because make me feel better. Pathetic. Ooh. Yeah, I love that. Pathetic. 
be great fun. <laughs> be great fun. Um, okay, but well, that was good. Cheers, boys. Um, Dejan yeah. Kulis. <laughs> See how that goes next week. <laughs> Any suggestions of uh, him? Yeah, bro. Heroes. heroes just just to draw a line under the Gandhi stuff right I'm just not just pulled it out of his bag his wife was dying he could have been mm. given pen, I think it's penicillin that could have saved her life he said no I can't remember exactly why but I'm going to go with this is God's will as as he intends it to be and then when he was fucking dying he took the penicillin did he actually that yeah, is hilarious true. is that true yeah more or less Oh, Reddit, says, Reddit, Reddit says it's true. Yeah, saw so it on TikTok, must be true. Yeah. <laughs> they had that spooky music on, so it must be true. <laughs> um, Dejan Killer said, I, I think if I'm wrong, then then don't tweet me. Just, I kind of don't care. All right, I'm just going to yeah, say it's stuff. It's just a joke. Right, I've just got it's just a joke. Oh, say stuff. No, it's not. It's definitely not a, tro- a joke. I'm, I'm a bit miffed. Gandhi lets wife die. <laughs> wife die. Why are, you do- why are you doing that? Mother Teresa, she, um, yeah, she obviously is known for like putting up with all the, like putting up um, places for kids that were dying and sick people that were dying. But essentially, like a lot of them could have been saved. And she was just like, no, no, it's fine. Like, just stay here and I'll protect you. And then they just died a really right. miserable death that could have been avoided. Like hundreds of thousands of people. All right. So, I, um, just, uh, it's true. Great. It's true. When Gandhi's wife was stricken with pneumonia, British doctors, British doctors told her husband, John, John, uh, that yeah. a shot of penicillin would heal her. Nevertheless, Gandhi refused to have the alien medicine in, injected into her body, and she died. So, in a way, Gandhi was the first anti-vaxxer. In a way. So, a bit of a hero of yours, then. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> well, no. Let your wife I mean, die tick. from her. <laughs> right. Uh, let's talk about Dejan Kulisevsky. What a, what a moment. And, and look, this, he, he deserved this. This was the moment that... Um, he he all of the work an incredible effort he's put in this season and his undying belief in Postecoglou's system led to the point where he gets a last minute equalizer against city in a game that he was outstanding in it was perfect wasn't it John? he was and has been fantastic this season it, it, it was you're right this was a moment that he deserved he deserved the sort of limelight of it happening when it happened in the game and like everyone kind of giving him the props for it because I'd say he's been like industrious like this season like yeah. just I mean we've seen it right like where games where we thought we needed to change something he hasn't been taken off and just left him on I mean against Luton he was basically playing him up front and he was doing you know doing loads of extra legwork there because we had 10 men he always seems to be the one that Ange sort of trusts to do those miles and do those hard work and given those like extra assignments or something special within the game um, and yeah he hasn't I heard um Cal was talking about it on um, the five statements and he's mentioned it before that he doesn't necessarily get the numbers at the moment it's not like we're seeing tons of goals and assists from him and I definitely think that they will come and maybe this will be the start of it so it was nice to see him nice to see him get the recognition for what's been some really good performances of late and in this game I thought he was excellent as well um, so yeah it's nice also he completely bodied Ake in the most banterous of ways <laughs> just come absolutely steaming in over the back and just smashed him to bits and also like there wasn't a clean header I like the fact that it was like a bit sort of half off his Ooh. chin off his shoulder and just he literally basically just body checked the ball into the net and took Ake with him it was great well, the, the, when it when it went in, I was like, I was screaming, I was squealing. We actually had a question here from Sam Cornish. Says, "What noise did you make?" I was squealing 
my dad my dad's reaction times are much slower than mine now as he's getting older so he's often asking me if it was a goal while I'm rolling around on the floor right but it it it, it, it didn't look right the way it went in the way he managed to get across him it was almost like how has it how has that gone in off the bar he's done incredible work to do it um obviously it came off his shoulder as well but yeah i mean like 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 you say it's like it was just wicked if someone said to me the way we score the first, like 90th minute equalizer would be from kulisevsky's head as he beats ake in the air i would have gone bollocks he's been put through and put it past the keeper <laughs> not that and kudos to to Brennan Johnson as well, who was there to get that ball in. One of his better games to Spurs last year, last last this season, sorry, since joining, because his game is a lot about that like, he flits in and out because of the, the you know the, the players that are most exposed to some degree in Postecoglou's system or the most likely to go missing are the wingers often because he he asks them to hold such width that creates room. And Brennan Johnson does flit flit in and out of the game, but, uh, you know it can he can do that. But when he gets the ball and when he drives, it's fucking, it's a beautiful thing to see. I, I, like, I was unsure about his signing. I really was. I, I, I'm always positive, but I've, I've been super impressed and, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing him play. And he's happy to switch wings as well. It's, it was very good. Yeah, but on Kulosevsky, Mark, what, what, what do you make of his performance? He's got four in 14. He's, he's putting up better numbers last than last year. Four, four goals from uh, an expected e, yeah, XG of two. So... He's outperforming there. It's just, but it's, it's, it's been crucial to. Why is he crucial to Postecoglou? Do you think? Well, he offers versatility, which is one of the really big things that Ange wants from pretty much every single one, um, every single one of his players. Um, so obviously, we see him mostly at sort of uh, as a right inside forward, but he can play in the middle as well. He's, he uses him as his progressive outlet. So he was, I haven't checked this in a couple of games because obviously we've lost. And so I, I tend to just bury everything down. As we all do. Ignore football. Um, but in our good, in our positive run, he was highest for progressive uh, forwards, forward run, progressive passes. He was the one that we were, we were trying to find in the final third as well. So progressive pass received. So he's, he, he is the outlet, but he can also, he can do all the other stuff as well. Like he works so hard. If you look at his, you look at his heat map, I can see John just zoning out already, cursing me under his breath because I'm talking about heat. Sorry, maps sorry. Well, but, um, right, but yeah. like, if you look at his heat map, he's fucking everywhere. He's, uh, you know, see, it was a great example. He was at, he was at left, you know, kind of switching places with Doggy at times. He was at right wing back as well. Like, it, he's everywhere. So he offers a bunch of, of you know, options for, 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 for Postecoglou to use them different, in different uh, positions around the pitch. Mm. Um, but also he's just got the right approach. You know, he's got the right attitude. He wants to, he wants to work his ass off for the team. And he just puts, puts 110% in every time. And, and, you know, Andy says that often. It's more about attitude and character than, than actual, you know, creativity, technical ability, all that sort of stuff. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No He talks about the difference in ability of, mo- of most players you play in the Premier League isn't as great as you think. Like the difference in ability is, is minimal compared to attitude. The attitude is hugely different player to player. And if you can get 11 players out there that all have the right attitude, the abilities will carry them. You know, the, the abilities will, will remain. You might get some, some talents that are just outlandishly good, but by and large, there isn't a huge amount of difference from player to player. So how do you develop a squad where everyone's pulling in the same direction? Pochettino managed to do it at Spurs, where everyone just felt like, we, yeah, we bought into this. So not only did we have world-class players, but we also had a collective movement towards an end goal. And it feels like that with this. The way Vicario was talking about Postacoglu, the way more to the point Kulisevsky was, who he's, he's he's becoming his like bandstand. What do you call him? Like a what do you call it? Like a cheerleader. It's like a cheerleader. It, it, you could see that that Kulisevsky is so bought into what Postacoglu wants to do. Um, and he was just saying, look, if we play like we played against Villa, just wait, it will come, it will come. Was this performance the one where, for you, John, um, where the Celtic fan said he'll do he'll do it? You'll like what he's doing, and he'll be tested. But then he'll do it against someone who's really good, and then you will completely believe. I think we were believing already, but was that the performance yesterday where it was unrelentingly Ange Ball, and this was further demonstration as to what what it is? Was it that game? To be honest, it, it wasn't that game. It's been, it's been earlier, and and it's been the period of um, you know seeing us really like kick on and, and play the way he wants us to play and and pick up results. Now, if you remember, right at the very start of the season, um, even before we even kicked the ball in the Premier League, the same Celtic fans were saying to us, "There'll also be a sticky period at the beginning. Like you'll find some games where you you might get smashed up a little bit, or it doesn't click. It'll be a real struggle." Mm. And aside from the Brentford game, which was the first game of the season, I think, we didn't have that, right? We actually just went away and just won every game, right? We went unbeaten in 10 games and we were top of the league. So we didn't have that period then. Now we've had some um, injuries and suspensions and some problems, but he's kind of missed out the stage where it was trying to find its feet. We're actually playing that way. We just have these other circumstances that mean that we're not picking up the points. So... I think if we'd have seen in the first, you know, first 10 games, let's say, you know, a win, draw, loss, win, draw, loss kind of scenario, and we were at this many points, which we would have been, right? And we were here now with our full strength team playing the way that we were playing in the pomp, we'd be even more happy than we are now, which is amazing considering that I think, you know, certainly for the three of us, we're feeling pretty comfortable about where we are. If you look at where we are in the league, if you look at the points that we've got, you look at the way we play and you just got a point at the Etihad. You'd be like, oh my god, he is—he's doing unbelievable. So I think that's why it's important to, you know, remain focused on the, this journey and remember that we were supposed to have a bumpy period at the beginning, and we're just getting it now. But we've we've seen what can come when we have all of our players fit, which we will have again. So, but the bump, yeah, I, the I, bump I, was, I, was nothing we could do about the bump either. As well. well, exactly, nothing Ange could do about it. 
Well, that's what I mean. I think in, in like, if, on reflection, it's actually worked out. It doesn't feel like it, right, when you see all these players out and all the rest of it, but it's worked out better than having a bump at the beginning because we actually picked up his philosophy and his football really quickly. Like, I, I felt, you know, within three three games, I really could see what he was trying to do and that we were trying to play that way. Now, I'm sure if you asked him, he'd say, oh, we're miles off still where I want us to be, and that's great. That's exciting to see. Mm. But I could definitely see the steps in the right direction. I could see a big sea change from what we had previously to where what he's trying to do. And we have accumulated these points. And so you're right. He can't do much in the games, you know, in the last couple of games um, because of, you know, personnel, you're just limited by that. But what he has done is proved that the players are bought into this way of playing because we have played consistently that way. We just lacked a bit of quality through no fault of his own. So that's, I guess, what's made me feel confident in him. And yeah, it's not this game particularly, but this is definitely an outcome of, of that belief in him. Janice Costa Rasmussen. It's one of your lot. Think. One of mine, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll what, claim him. What, Denny, he's a good guy. They, he's, been a, been a, he's been on our pod, actually, a few times. Has he? Yeah, he's a good guy. Well, he's Danish. a very established... Uh, yes, yes. He's, uh, he, he's uh, a, a, a quite a famous uh, writer from Denmark, actually. Really? Damn, son. Won Shit. a few awards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won awards? Big Jane, like, you, what would always blow my mind about your podcast is all, you all speak perfect English, but you choose to record in da- da- Danish, <laughs> which I'll never understand. So we actually, we've done a couple of um, English language pods, only tiny, tiny amount, and we get so much shit for it. Really? Like, That's interesting. unbelievable, yeah. What, what Danish spurs? Hmm? Shit yeah, from them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's, you know, they don't, they want, if they wanted to listen to an English podcast, they yeah. just fucking pick listen. up an English one, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't really like outsiders Danish, do they? Not not hot on the old immigration, I've set I've read. Oh, thanks thanks for bringing that one up. That's great. That's yeah, one, so of, one of one of one of one of the great embarrassments about my so cultural you retire, heritage. So you 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 lasted six hours in the, in the Second World War and that was two hours two hours two hours <laughs> and uh, didn't fight didn't didn't fight like, just let them come don't in. let foreigners in. Um, are you? Um, he has a great a great question though, and I'm not saying that Janus feels like this or Mark. Um, or the Hurdy Gurdy podcast. Are you afraid of anyone in the Premier League after yesterday? I think there was this turning point in the attitude towards Spurs from the outside world and, and within. If we can take Ange ball to City like that, albeit with Hoybier rather than Hill in midfield, we can take it to anybody, no? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and you know what? What's going to be fucking brilliant? Yeah. Yes, we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you. Yes. yes. Of course we can. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. 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 What is yeah. that? Is that Danish? Yeah. That is, no, that's Danish. German. Yeah. German. That's German. Well, Which Danish? could you know could it could have been Danish? Yeah. What's could've what's been. yes in Danish? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. What? Sort of, all right. Affirmative. What's affirmative? Affirmative. What yeah. the word affirmative? Yeah. Yes. In Danish. Uh. Motel. Mortel, Janice. Mortel. Mortel. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course we can. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's fine. Everything's good. And do you know what's going to be fucking great? Is when Gary Neville and Carragher have to shut their fucking mouths and we're above their fucking football clubs. We Actually, we are yeah. above Manchester's United. Yeah. So what's Gary shit. Neville talking about? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, go, like, I, invite, like, I don't know if I'll ever be invited on the overlap again. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's been a while, right? But I, I, 
I'm, I'm finding him tough to stomach at the moment. It's hard. He's a hard listen to. He's believing a lot of what he said. I think his position has afforded him the the right to say anything about football and believe that it's 100% correct. And so it's going to be a bit of a challenge. Um, but what will be great is that what what they don't realise, or maybe they don't want to realise, and the, feeling, the, the thing is, is the feeling from them too, specifically Gary Neville though, is it's almost like they don't want it to happen. Not that they're not willing to acknowledge what's happening. They're so used to seeing Spurs be in the club that they're comfortable with us being. That that one over the last few years with Conte, how it's like dire and, and, and boring and and fundamentally that's a, a that's a good place for Spurs to be because we can throw that at them. They don't want us to be playing the football that Manchester United are desperate to play. That Liverpool and City play. They don't want it. They don't want Spurs to be that side and Arsenal to be you know, to be, if you're being fair. They don't want that. They don't want Spurs to be a part of that. They'd ra- much rather us be that nearly team. And if Postacoglu is given the players, not only could we win things, but we could do it playing better football than anybody else. Imagine that. Imagine that. Um, do you see when fucking Son pulled up in the first half, started limping around? Like, can it, all of our players stop fucking doing that now? Like, if you're injured, you're injured. I get it. Come off the pitch. If he, he knew he wasn't injured straight away, does he not understand the situation we find ourselves in, John? Yeah, it's a bit selfish, if I'm honest. Like, Drop, should be you're right, there should be it. some Yeah, there should be some sort of note that goes around the changing room going, guys, I know that we normally, you know, just play up a little bit, just do whatever, but <laughs> don't do it. The fans can't take it, lads. Like, we've had enough. We've had enough. They're, they're, yeah. Then there was a bit when he was limping, John, right? It was, there wasn't he was limping, and I was like, and all the conversations I've had, because I had the same thing with Ben Tancor. I was like, Dad, I think Ben Tancor's fucked. Nah, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. No, he's fucked. He's out for three months. Like, oh, all right. And then Son's doing it. And I was like, Dad, look at Son. And he was like, no, no. Not another one, gal. Not another one. And like, I think it might be another one, Dad. And then he just ran it off. Like, it was. you knew there was nothing wrong with you. You fucking knew it, Son. And you did it anyway. To be fair to Son, this is a man who played an entire half of football with a broken arm. And, <laughs> yeah. Has, yeah. and has done national service voluntarily. And, so yeah. he's hard. Do you remember, Let's just be honest, he's hard. He's hard, do you remember he's with hard that, as nuts. When, do you remember with that broken arm, he scored two goals as well? Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then literally was out of football for like three months. Yeah. Yeah. He's had his face smashed in. Remember he had to wear the mask? Like yeah. the, the geezer can, he's tough. Like, he is tough. Think, don't don't let the Burberry. The hardest man in football. 100%. He's the Vinnie Jones of this generation and everyone knows that. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I've ever seen a player have a broken arm literally breaks it within the first 10 minutes of the game plays the entire game without a cast obviously and scores two goals we're referring to the Aston Villa game if people don't know and was brilliant in it yeah um, also he snapped a bloke's leg <laughs> put how many, into the guy's career how smashed many, him to bits right, so did, wasn't it who was it he tried to kick? Was oh, it Jorginho? He tried to like lob no, his head off on the ground. Rudiger, wasn't it? Rudiger, that's it. Yeah. So maybe, you know, there's all this like floating around, um, mainly from Gunnar Scum, saying, oh, son's a real nasty piece of work. I don't know why everyone thinks he's a nice guy. He is. I think we should own that and go, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 he is. He, he is the Roy Keane of our team. He's, he will he, smash you. He will break you. He will do anything. And he's, he's not so liked. hard. He's broken bones. Son is not yeah. liked by fans of other clubs. All, yeah. all clubs. I think we should. Yeah. Lean into it, man. Like we should stop defending him. Go, no, he's nice. Like, no, no, yeah, no. yeah, he's really hard. He'll and fuck he's your wife. And he'll, he'll, he'll yeah. fuck your wife. 
Yeah, and and steal your underwear. Like he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he'll, he'll he do is... whatever he likes. Son, Son is the embodiment of the footballing get you a man that can do both because he'll be the hard man on the pitch and then he'll just go off and just casually do a Calvin Klein fucking advert yeah. in his in his, in his uh, briefs. Yeah. 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 It'll give your mum multiples. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. We're all thinking about John's mum, aren't we? Again. I was thinking about your yeah. mum, actually. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. Um, you don't help me no, um, let's talk about, and we need a direct apology from you, John, uh, for Giovanni Lo Celso. Interesting. Um, is, um, what, was, what, was your, <laughs> what was your position, John Jonathan, before? Uh, my position is, okay, my position was that he's rubbish, which... Um, Correct. You know, it might have been a little harsh, however, it's two games. Hold on, um, hold a second. Lots, I'll, 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 you're going to have as pleasant. much time to speak as you want about Lo Celso. I'm expecting the okay. apology, right? Mark, what did you think about Lacelso beforehand? Well, I mean, there was someone else. I can't remember who it was, Flav, but you'll remind me. There was someone else on the podcast who shared my opinion. It was only it was only me and this other person. Yeah, it was on... me. Me. Was you, wasn't it? It was I, me, you know yeah. We had a good long chat about it, didn't we? There. Did say, didn't we? Lacelso could several. be the answer, didn't we? Could be the answer, yeah. Flav. We said we, it several times. We shouldn't times. be too worried because we have Lacelso. Sorry, John. We have Lacelso. You just need a chance. Yeah. You can yeah. apologise. Yeah. So, sorry, John. Sorry. We, we've all we've all been there with saying someone was good that then was rubbish, or someone was rubbish that then was good. One thing I will caution you both on uh, is two games does not a great player make. So <laughs> let's just let's just hold our horses here. He's been fucking rubbish for years. Let's let's see if it carries on playing like this for a consistent period. You know, like eight to ten games. I will happily apologise. Right, yeah, so um, is that what we're doing? He was eight, great. Eight, eight, eight he was great games. yesterday. Is that we get an apology? I mean, we're not talking about great uh, performances, yeah. just better than you thought. That's, that's Yeah, he has to he has to play consistently yeah. well in order to, to qualify as being like to oh. being good. Like loads of players have come in and played two games really well not and like then that. done nothing. Not like Kiko Makeda for Man United, remember him? Scored yes. two worldies in two <laughs> games, never played again. went to Italy, then fucking played non league, I think. So no one's going then. Oh yeah, brilliant! He should play every week. No, there were Let's... loads of Man United fans saying that. Yeah, and look what happened. Yeah, exactly. Well. So all I'm saying is, he's we we again short memories in football fandom. He has been at the club for quite a while. He's never played well in a consistent period for us. Has he got talent? Yeah. Have we seen it? No. So he was good. He also did some things that really annoyed me yesterday, which is things that he does a lot, which is the ball doesn't quite go to him. And rather than chase the player down, he just sort of stops and turns and watches him run away. I'm oh, like, what are you doing? You press. Do you have to focus so, on that right now? I, I think there is a lot of um, a lot of copamine going around that he <laughs> could be could be the answer long term. And is that you know that's one less player we have to sign. I think even if we um, you know if we get a good performance out of him till the end of the season. And someone offers good money for him, we should look to get rid of him long term. But short term, is he the is he should he be playing one hundred percent based on his two performances? He should be starting next game, and um, yeah, he's played he's played well. And he took his got his goal was fantastic. That was a great finish. So I didn't have much I'm doubt as look, soon as he left his foot. I thought that was him. Yeah, just the way he shakes up. He's, he's le- yeah, it was just it was perfect for him. It opened up as well with the defender. I can't remember who made the run. Maybe Sonny just took took the player away. And then he just had a little bit more space, and he just he just took full advantage of it. So so yeah, look, long term, I'd love him to be great. This makes it sound like I hate him, and I want him to be rubbish. Obviously, I don't. I want him to be great. I want to be proved wrong. 
Um, but um, it just remains to be seen. It's two games. We're not getting carried away. I've done this with Endombele. I've done it with Celso. I'm not doing it again. So I'm going to wait until they actually play well consistently before I do it. And that's exactly the same when players come in and they don't start great. I'm not going to slag them off. Remember Kulisevsky? Everyone thought he was shit because he played for 10 minutes and had a heavy touch and looked slow. Everyone thought, he's shit, he's fat, he's rubbish. No, just give players 10 games. There, there, was, there was, I genuinely remember like people going after yes. half an hour again. Hmm. Like, what are you, like, yeah, what are you doing? Not sure about him. Mm, you play, you played half an hour of football. Mm, yeah, not sure about him. Now look. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Give players 10 I, games and then I didn't so, let's see. I, I didn't want him solely, Kulisevsky, solely on the basis that he was Swedish. Good. Uh, you know, that's, Is there beef that's, between Denmark and Sweden? Yeah, always, always. It's like, you know, Wales and England and Wales and Ireland and shit like that. Yeah, but you know, like, like England are better than Wales. Like, the English are better than the Welsh, right? What... That's just like understood unless you're Welsh, I think. Yeah, who's the English? Yeah, who's, who's the, the English, English in this one? Scandinavian? Out of Sweden and... Denmark, Scottish. yeah. Denmark, Denmark's England. Is it? I mean, yeah, England England um, didn't didn't fold in, in two hours. We we stood firm and fought and we ended won, up winning the well, war. We won so, the whole yeah. fucking I'm not having that. We won yeah, the whole thing, didn't we? I think we won yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you didn't win single-handedly, but... We won the whole thing. We won the whole thing. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. what the whole, we should do a history podcast. Oh, the whole. We won it. We won it all. The won whole all. lot. Yeah, we won it all, mate. Absolutely, won it all. Won it all. Um, what? So, hang on a minute, just quickly before we go back to the Celso. Denmark is. You'd say Denmark is England because of what? I would well because a they're in the middle of it and then surrounded by all these other cunts. Um, geographically <laughs> speaking here so that's one that's one part um, okay that, that lines up okay that yeah, lines up okay. <laughs> I like that that does line up uh, ha- has historically been the more explorative and has done more pillaging in the other countries than the other way around appreciate that so that, that lines up that's, as well yeah that's, that's nice more that's territories good. abroad yep. more territories abroad that lines up as well um, yeah. we never just, fucked just, any monks just... though did we no we never fucked any well, monks you were the monks you were you were the fuckies uh, in that, yeah but in we that. could have there's loads of monks we met along our way we didn't fuck yeah, yeah. I'm sure you fucked like I mean they might not be called monks but have you heard of um, yeah the, the, the crusades yeah no monks yeah that was that was that was defending Christianity if anything so they were on our side I don't know if it was defending I think it was spreading wasn't it but it's... <laughs> no it was recla- reclaiming old Christian territory Christian do, do, reclaiming do, 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 old, do your research mate it used, it used to be Christian at some point but no one just ever yeah, that... wrote it down it was just Christian at one point some point back in the day I mean that that is what that is what it is it's a it was a reactive war so do your research that's all I'll say look <laughs> it up kids don't fall for it don't fall for it don't fall for it <laughs> <laughs> look it up look it up look it up they went back and re- reclaimed christendom that's what they were doing they were defending it against against the invasion so yeah. look it up so, but did we fuck any monks no that's no, what i mean that's my main not. point here that's what i'm trying to get to we did not, not any not single monk that's because fuck, denmark that's why denmark can never be england because like all of the all that monk fucking business um, we don't want to be England. We're, we're quite happy being Denmark and being just superior in most, uh, apart from like that, numbers and military prowess and, and those kind of things. And the, and the World War II. Nothing else we win on. Um, well, yeah, the, what, inventing the World like, Wide Web. Yeah, sure. It's like yeah, seven yeah. people in Denmark, so you're yeah. not going to have and, a great army. Well, hang on a minute. It's Scotland. We, we're claiming Scotland, right? Part of Great Britain. Penicillin. The telephone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what else is it? 
the internet. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of Tim Berners-Lee, but that's pretty yeah. important. So internet well. by proxy Pornhub. Is that, yeah, there you go. Pornhub. Pornhub. Pornhub you you're not claiming Pornhub. I am claiming Pornhub. No way. If, if, no way. Everything on the internet exists because of us. So radar, yeah. we invented that. Because guess what, Mark? The Nazis trying Today to invade us. Internet, rather than cave in, was... hang on, hold on, hold on. Rather than yeah. cave in, what did we do? We went, oh, they're probably going to come with planes and we haven't got enough planes. What should we do? We'll invent radar. <laughs> we'll just invent it. That will help. <laughs> Bang, problem solved. Yeah. Done. Radar saw them coming, fucked them up. Bosh. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> None of this two yeah, hours. I mean, do you know? Yeah. Do you know what's good about um, Lacelso? You know, I think I've worked out why he's weird. Do you know? You know, yeah, like there gone. was this rumor that he was a bit odd and didn't really fit in. Yeah. Case in point, when Harlem was losing his mind, right? He just legitimately and with good reason was furious at the ref because the referee, as everyone's seen it, referee went play on, play on, play on. The ball was played through to Greenish, who threw on goal, and he went no, bring it back. I don't know what was going through the referee's head, but I'm, I'm glad it happened. But to you can understand what Haaland was annoyed about, right? So he stormed oh, off. Yeah. His hair was flying behind him. Lacelso was about half the size of him. His little training jacket just barged him. Just walked past him. Walked towards him. Just barged him. And and and, and yes. Haaland turned around and went fuck off. And, and Lacelso, what well, you want something? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why did he want to get into it? The game is done. You've rattled them. It's done. Why? What Damn went it. through Lacelso's head? And I rate it and enjoyed it. Went through his head and went, "Do you know what? Fuck this geezer. I'm going to give him some of this." Do you think he um, he confused Norwegian flag with the Danish flag and just figured he was the Danish? So I thought it'd be fine. <laughs> he didn't think he'd do anything to it. What Lacelso or Holland? Oh, you mean Lacelso? Oh, yeah, no. he just he just thought oh, he's pretty Danish. So I just barge him. See what happens. How long did the how long did the Argentinians put up a fight for the Falklands? I mean, they did way better than Denmark. Much sure. better. Actually, fought. Well, that was a start. They sent. They sent people. Yeah, they had. They had an army there. They didn't. They, like, they turn. Turning up is generally a, an idea. If you yeah, it's a start, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. good. I've got a question here, um, and also, by the way, where's um, you know, where's Arteta? Where's where's Arteta's emotional um, reaction to the fact that Haaland and and Grealish were robbed yeah. of that that opportunity? Where's the statement from Arsenal Football Club going, the refereeing is terrible? Where is it? Where is yeah, it? And Liverpool. Liverpool. And Liverpool. All their fans were going, we're doing this for the betterment of football. It's not about us. It's about football. No, it isn't. It isn't. Yeah. Like all football fans, we only care when it affects us. And if you really give a shit, when I agree we should all be annoyed at VAR, but it doesn't work like that because the clubs only ever talk about it when it happens to them. The only yeah. way to, for things to happen is for them to put out statements and they ain't going to do it because it's all just pious bullshit. Well, no, I, this is the thing. is When I used to mention it up, Liverpool fans go, well, yeah, no, no, I did say it. I was on Twitter. No one gives a shit you was on Twitter saying that. I'm talking about your fucking yeah. manager and your football club making a point because they're all ready to make a point when it happens to them. <sighs> like I can look at that. And 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 I saw. All right, we got away with one there. Thank God. He he's had a shocker. The ref was was he onside? He was onside, yeah, but the, was. The, 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 this is the, but this is this is part of the thing though. Like he wasn't like Davies would was actually pretty much caught up with him by the time he got the ball under control. He yeah, still but, had to go past Vicario, the best fucking second best maybe. If in the league, like, and this is Jack Grealish, who isn't known for his for his goal scoring prowess. I don't like. This wasn't a done deal. Mm. It definitely wasn't a done deal. I'm not saying the ref was like Simon Hooper fucked it up royally, and no one knows what's <laughs> going through his mind. But 
Yeah, it is what it is. Sometimes you get them against Can you, I? sometimes you get them for you. Yeah, go on, John. Can I just it. ask a question? Do, do, I don't want to go all tinfoil hat here, but do, do you boys think that there's something in this idea that since that Liverpool game, when ov- when obviously, through no fault of our own, they got stitched up with a VAR decision that was, was actually like a complete fuck up, basically. Since then, I feel like we've got a lot less 50-50 decisions. But I saw a stat the other day. We haven't had a penalty yet, despite having yeah. like one of the highest amount of touches inside opposition penalty areas. Does anyone know, or does anyone care, what is the longest run of games in a season before someone's had their first penalty? Because I feel like it's actually quite mental that we haven't had one. And there has been incidents, right? There was the Brian Hill incident last week against Villa. We got elbow smashed in the head. Uh, there's been other instances of like fouls that weren't given, that should definitely have been given. I think there is something in it. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, like there's a memo going around saying refs don't don't give Tottenham stuff. But I do think there's a subconscious, like they got away with one, so you know we need to give a little less to them um, subconsciously. I do I do actually really feel that because not so much in this game, but previously up until then, I do feel like we were getting a real rough rub of the green, particularly with like little niggly fouls and um, just the odd decision, fifty fifty decisions going you know the other team's way. So yeah, we'll. I'm well, just curious. Am the, I alone on this? Thing yeah, the answer is Liverpool with 46 games without penalty. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> okay, so we've got a little while to go here. That's mental, <laughs> by the way. 46. When was that? Uh, I can't see the um, I can't see the date on the article, but that happened. <laughs> that mental. Wow. Okay, that is insane. But we are due one. Okay. For sure. Absolutely for sure. Um yeah, that was right. as, as of twenty April twenty twenty two, Liverpool. Right. I, I, Which is I don't surprising, know if, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. they do love a wine, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Maybe that's where it's coming from. Um, I know, I know what you mean, but I, I, I don't know if there is anything to it. But there is definitely something to refs talking to each other and and like looking out for each other as well. Like there's, I think there was yeah. some it was Howard Webb or there was someone who said that it's always in the back of referees' minds what's happened in the last few games. Of course, and, 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 and human beings. And, and especially if they're mates with the ref who who might have got a call wrong in the past or whatever with, with these teams. So there's definitely, and you're right, they are human. They're human beings, right? So so their emotions are going to come into play. So uh, there's, there's definitely a lot to say about that. But um, yeah, we, we should have had a fucking, we should have had two or three penalties this season already. Um, yeah. Easy. Um, I just looked at this uh, tweet here. It says, uh, regarding Basuma, hasn't looked like his usual self since the Luton game. It was better in the second half yesterday, but some of these posts about him being a liability are so reactionary. He's still a top-class player. And we'll find his form for us, no doubt. There's no world where Basuma gets dropped from this team. He plays and plays and plays. He's not a liability, is he? That's extreme. He's He's in a run of poor form. What are you about to say, John? I can see it in your eyes. What's going on? <laughs> um, I think he's been quite poor recently and haven't really been like super vocal about it because I think for the reasons that you've just said, which is that he is talented. He, We know he can play better. We know he can play well. 
And there was that whole, I think I did mention that on the pod before, that you know, when the suspension was looming, he definitely was playing within himself. Because I think, you know, after the looting game, he'd really realised that he'd sort of let the team down. But now, you know, that suspension's out of the way. There's no reason for that. So I wonder, yeah, just psychologically, there's something not quite right there. He's, he, a few of his touches were really heavy yesterday. Not just, um, you know, obviously the mistake for the goal, but there were a couple of other moments where normally he's just so neat and tidy and he was just a bit scruffy. So yeah, I don't know. There's 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 something not quite right there, but I don't think it's like cause for alarm. I think we have to we have to play him through that period of like form if it is poor form, and if it's something you know psychological or it needs you know talking to off the pitch. I think Ange is is the right type of manager to to figure that out. Um, so yeah, it's it's a weird one, but I, I did I, I'll be honest. If I'm just reviewing his performance yesterday, I did think he was particularly quite poor um, mm. in key moments, and I know that the goal. You're right. He should absolutely play there. His decision to not just play it to the back way he was facing, but it wasn't even back. It was sort of Into. actually a very progressive pass. He played it out wide. We had the whole line was completely clear. It was a ball up the line. I think it was maybe to Johnson. It, it, it would have actually been the most progressive ball to play, but he sort of turned back into trouble, which again, sometimes he'll do that and he'll go through three players and that unlocks the whole center of the pitch. Fine. But it was, it, but that to me is, it's a split second decision. And he made the wrong one. Like that will happen. And if you're being asked to make those decisions repeatedly, it will happen. So, yeah, I don't think it's cause for concern yet. But I do think he has been poor, and it's okay to say that, and it's okay to think that he will get better. Yeah. Anything to add there, Mark? Wait, did, didn't didn't wait ten games or two? You said that though, did you, John? Yeah. Yeah. No. Suddenly well, it's fine. Uh, suddenly now, now you're calling people out. Like, oh, is that too bad? Oh. How many good games well, have you um, read for Spurs? No, you. you you did you did Pen. say you hadn't you hadn't mentioned it so it's, it's fine uh, listen Pen. i i i think over the yeah he's been out yeah he's been suspended for four games hasn't he and i think over the 10 i think he's still got a net positive um sure but yeah he's maybe his his confidence been rattled a little bit um he's even before we we bought him even at brighton his disciplinary record was was never great he is a player that gets yellow cards um and, and puts his puts his foot in um but he's also a player who's a, who's a high risk high reward Kind of, kind of player. So mm. you're going to get these things. And he had three city players bearing down on him. If he'd, if he'd, if that nutmeg had come off, he would be in acres of space, and we would be tr- through on a, on a transition play. So, you know, everyone, sometimes he's gonna, everybody he's, would be going, "Oh my god, did you just see lost, what Basuma did?" Yeah, they would have lost their minds. Yeah. So, yeah, like and, I get and, it. And um, for, for our equaliser, Skip played through midfield in the tight area. Mm. Low percentage. Yeah, so movements. Well done. Um, Cheers. So uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I, th- I don't think it's, it's it's time to to sign him off yet. I think. But look, I think. Um, I think we've got other options. Uh, we've got Sar coming back. We've got Benzema coming back and stuff. So uh, let's not let's not lose our shit. Sar isn't the option. Sar isn't the option. Not not uh, for six. Not for six. Love the guy. Not for six. No, no. But other other way, other places in midfield. Yeah, yeah. But mainly mainly if everyone's fit on the bench. Yeah. Feel that. Well, I'd like to be in a, I'd like to be in a position where we are able to select between Lacelso, Madison, Saar, and Bentoncourt to see who plays alongside Madison, basically in that midfield with Basuma as the six. I'd love that to be the choice. So that certain great. games, you're like, well, actually, we'll play Saar because we need a runner. Certain games, oh well, let's play Lacelso and Madison because they're going to sit deep and we need to unpick it. Mm. Oh, let's play Bentoncourt and like whatever the combination is, that would be lovely. But right yeah. now we don't have the luxury, so like, no. let's just don't matter. Does it? No, indeed. Um, 
suddenly you're thinking, and this is we're moving towards the end there, boys. But suddenly you're thinking this squad isn't that bad. Like we, are we, the conversation we just had. Well, no, we've got eleven first team players, and you know, the, one injury to one to play, then we, the drop off will be huge. We can't cope without Madison. We can't, you know, defenders. And to a large extent, if you want to win the league, that remains the, to be the, the truth. But based on what we saw last night, could it be that our squad is probably a little bit deeper than we thought it was, and that we would we were potentially being a little bit reactionary to? these injuries that we sustained in the and the suspensions we sustained in the Chelsea game and that actually we do have good players in the squad that are more than capable of stepping in as and when we need them it's just we don't want that to all happen at once as we've seen is, is there anyone who's played Mark you've been impressed with that you think actually he's better he could do he could, he could do more for for Postacoglu than we, I previously thought like Ben Davies for example I've yeah, been, I've th- been I quite think impressed with him. Yeah, I think I think there's there's. I mean, if we go back to the to the start of Ange's reign, we 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 all wrote off Poro, right? Um, yeah. Apart from BJB here, yeah, the, the man right. called it from start. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I think there's several there's several like that. Bisumas is 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 one that we didn't hadn't seen. I think there's you know, it's fucking loads. I didn't. A lot of I I thought Son would be good through the middle. A lot of people didn't see that. He's done it across the done it across the pitch. Yeah, John Boy. So I've just made a quick note because I was just thinking about this logically in terms of like where we need players. So like the obvious one is, is centre back, right? Like we actually know now we've had to play um, Davis and Royale at centre back because we uh, not even really a third choice centre back because Dyer really is just unfancied and just doesn't suit the way we play. <laughs> So we really do need two. So maybe just in January we could get one. But I think long term we need two, like a a player. Phillips clearly isn't quite ready to be even like considered because otherwise he would have played before he got injured and he didn't. So I think we need two centre backs. And we did say that right, even in January we were saying we really wanted to tap Sober as well as Van der Ven, Mark did not one or Mark the other. Said by a left winger, but yeah, I've yeah I've, I haven't forgotten that. No, and I will then never um... forget it. <laughs> No, the quick. Can can I defend myself? Can I can I just fucking like? Well, well for once, that... for once, for once. I mean, normally you just surrender. <laughs> oh. Can I can I just set the scene before you defend yourself? We were we were talking at length on this podcast. It might have been one behind the paywall. Patreon become patron. Mm. Patreon dot com forward slash Um, it, and and I was saying, well, what if we could only update uh, upgrade one area of of our squad? <laughs> I was saying it has to be centre back. I can't remember who else was on the pod, and you were going, "No, it's left wing." And I'm like, "Yeah, but we can cope without a left winger. We can't cope without centre backs." And you was like, "No, it's left wing." And I was like, "That's mental." Lo and yeah, behold, based. we lose both our centre backs, and we're fucked. Yeah, it was so bad. Time. Defend yourself. Okay, then. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a fucking headache talking about this. It was it was because we were looking at the full eleven, and everyone was fit, and we're going. Where's, where's the weakness here? The weakness is at left wing because Richarlison is, wasn't, it wasn't happening for him. And it hasn't happened for him. And I don't think it'll ever happen for him. Where's the, where's the weakness in that team? The weakness is left wing. That's what we need to go out and strengthen. We have the two best, we have the best centre-back partnership in the league. And, mm. you know, fine, they got injured and, and, and suspended. Okay, this is my hill. I'm dying on this hill. But you don't have to. But you I've... could just say I was wrong and move on. You don't have to die on the hill. <laughs> You don't have to. Uh, don't, yeah. You don't have I'm, to I'm die. Live, live. Yeah. No, I'll take. I'll take my. Uh, you I'll know you're one. wrong, though, Mark. You just, you, the things you <laughs> I know. Don't... It's proven to be the case. 
<laughs> and now that we have injuries, we didn't have injuries at the time. I know, but we were saying to you, if injuries happened, how are we going to be fucked? Yeah. And so, so it's fine. Just say you, I was wrong. There's not enough of that in the modern day. So, oh yeah, sorry, I, I had an opinion. I was wrong about that opinion. Let's move on. Oh yeah, let's let's move on. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me just finish my list then. So I think we need two centre backs. Is what we need for the squad. I'm not talking in January. I'm just talking. That's what we need, right? Two centre backs. Um, I think we need another six because I think Huyberg will go at the end of the season or in January, and we need someone that's a closer profile fit to be like Basuma in that mould. I do agree with Mark. We do need a left winger. Right, we do need that. That we position agree. definitely. When everyone is fit, yeah. When everyone is fit, then we do need a replacement there. Um, and then I also think we do need a striking option because I think if Richarlison goes, which he probably will, we still don't have cover for Sun. Not really, because Villiers doesn't really feel like a like for like. He feels like a like big a lump. lump up front type. Yeah, which is which is fine to having the squad by the way as like a, a another option. I think if you really want a rotation option for someone, we need that. So what we're talking about, uh, three, four, five players, which is not drastic. No. Like, that is not drastic. Bearing in mind that we've got to go, Hoiberg's probably got to go. Um, we need to um, we need to well, move, skip out, probably. Will be gone, I'd imagine. Well, if he goes, then obviously we need an, we need another ten potentially. Yeah. So let's hope. Let's hope. I am wrong, and then I'll you know in eight more games I will come on here and apologise. And then we do have him. That's perfect. Then we have a rotation for Madison, which is what I was calling for. The only other thing I would say is longer term than what I've just said. Royale and Davies, I don't think are quite the right rotation options for Poro and Udogi. If you just look from a profiling perspective, so that is the least um, problematic problem that we have. So I would that would be like the very bottom of my priority list. But we're talking about five players, which I think is over the next two windows is definitely achievable. Yeah, if we if they're significant players as well. Yeah, like that... decent decent players that will be genuine, pushing the first team players who are currently playing those positions. If you get those five players right, um, then yeah, I think we have a really like we have a decent squad. Like between especially in midfield, right? Between like Basuma, Bentoncourt, um, Madison. So let's say Lasso. Let's say he does go the direction we, we hope he does. That's really some really good options there. And if you had a, a sprinkle a little bit of quality in the mix there, um, then I think we we, we should I be agree. excited. I, I, I agree with everything there, don't you, Mark? Mostly, yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, mostly um... would suggest what bits didn't you? Agree? <laughs> no, I, th I think the only thing. No, I, I agree with all. I think that all of that was 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 good. I think that's all a good analysis on both incomings and outgoings. I think we 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 do have quite a few really. Uh, exciting players coming through. So we saw Donnelly get a couple of minutes yesterday. He's someone that's you know really highly rated. He might save us a bit of money in midfield, uh, which would be excellent that we could in elsewhere. I think the big thing about centre back is is we're going to struggle finding someone who's going to want to come and because mm. it's 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 so so clear that Van der Ven and, and Romero, when both are fit, are going to be absolute starters. There is no way unless there's a. a, a, a it's more likely to come from probably Van der Ven than, than Romero, but but unless there's a significant drop off in form, um, you're just not going to play very much. You you just aren't because centre back centre backs aren't going to get subbed. Well, like what, yeah, just... of course, and I agree with you. But that's why Lloyd Kelly would be a, a decent option because he's looking at it going, well, Van der Ven, that's a hamstring injury, which is problematic yeah. for his through, certainly through this season will be something that we have to manage. Romero gets sent off, misses three games every eighteen. So there's opportunities there, and Lloyd Kelly's not going to get another big opportunity like this again. So he may he may think, and this might not be benefit of his career. He might think is is this ship going to pass my port twice? Mm. 
for sure and you're right and, and Lloyd Kelly's a good example because he can he does have a little bit of that versatility and can play a couple of different different sort of positions and, and but you know flip around the other side that the, you know Lloyd Kelly has captain Bournemouth a couple of times he might be looking for somewhere else where he can yeah, he's shitty little Bournemouth isn't it doesn't really count yeah for sure oh for sure, for sure. Bournemouth count at all John no just a crap Brighton yeah I love this you're just a very crap sort of, Brighton very, very aggressive this isn't we very kind of nationalistic and aggressive this episode yeah, it's been yeah. nice to welcome me back from being away, you know, being in the EU. Um, it's been nice to come back to some proper British. Abroad, get, getting some culture, get, getting yeah. some yeah. enrichment yeah. from other countries and coming back here and going, boom, with yeah. shit. Yeah, boom, with yeah, shit, shit. Just, so just Brian. sort your life out, Lloyd Kelly. Um, yeah. We've got one more question before we'll round up here from Madders Ball. Um, he says, we definitely have a brilliant player in Kulu. What's the ceiling on him? Can he become a top, top player? Cheers from France. How long did France last in the Second World War, John? Uh, not that long. About they lasted 50, a couple of weeks, I think. That, about 46 days it was. Oh, yeah. All right, longer than I thought. About a month and a half. Yeah. yeah. But they just left Paris. They just, just left. Cheers. Just so it wouldn't get bombed. They were more worried about architecture than putting up a fight. Shocking, mate. That is shocking. Did you have to say that last bit? Got smashed, smashed to bits, wasn't it? The Blitz. <laughs> So. Oh jeez! Um, all right then, well, that's been the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you very much, John Boy. Thank you very much, Mark. And um, we'll be back. Oh, we've got to do the preview for the West Ham game, Mark. On the yeah. old uh, on the old patrons, if you want to become a patron, you can patreon.com forward slash the Fighting Cock. We've got a preview for West Ham. There'll be a five statements directly after the game. Then we've got a preview. Who are we playing after that? Newcastle at home. Just games coming out of our arseholes. <laughs> Tough run, mate. But it's, all, it's nearly over. It's nearly over. I'm confident about them all. Confident about yeah, them all. We're going to smash, smash West Ham. Come on, then. Up the Spurs. Up the Spurs. and talk. Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.